Very good stuff. So in an industry that's pretty challenging, and obviously you've, you, you have multiple companies in multiple different industries, why do you think you've succeeded when so many others haven't? You know, business is hard. No matter what business you're in, business is hard, right? You're talking about dollars and people are funny when it comes to money. People are funny when it comes to property. So for me, it's number one, understanding people, developing myself, pouring into myself, educating myself, learning as much as I can. Number one, I'm a lifelong learner, seeker of wisdom, always have been. Um, number two, it's trying to understand other people and where they're coming from. And, you know, I guess probably the third thing is knowing that I don't know anything. So the more I learn, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know, right? It's like railroad track. You're standing on the railroad tracks and you can see so far, you walk to that point, you can see them further. And you're like, man, you walk to the next point. So, and, and you know, something may look daunting and difficult initially, but then once you tackle it, you're like, wow, that wasn't bad. And then it's the momentum and you go. So knowing, I don't want to say knowing my limitations, but understanding my limitations, knowing that I don't know anything and uh, knowing that none of us are as smart as all of us, uh, you know, so that's, that's mentors, that's your team, that's, you know, everybody of the collective wisdom of the many, not the limited wisdom of the few. So those are the types of things that I've carried throughout my career that have helped me make good decisions, take the personality out of it, take the personal side out of it, the emotional side out of it, and look at the facts, what's going on, what do we need to do, and let's make a, a rational, non-emotional decision about how to move forward, how do we grow, how do we do this, what do we, how do we handle this situation? Because it's just, man, business is hard. Every single day you got tough decisions you have to make. The other thing is understanding is that if you're the owner, if you're the entrepreneur, if you're the boss, that's a lonely spot. You have to make the tough decisions and you gotta make them quick and you gotta stand by your decisions. Don't second guess your decisions. You know, um, you, know you never show weakness in front of your team. You never show vulnerability in front of your team. You are the leader. You know, so, uh, you know, I've always had a good relationship with my people, but I'm not at their house on the weekends. I'm not going out to dinner with them. I'm not hanging out with them. I've always kept that line between me and the employees. I'm the boss. I'm the leader. I'm the entrepreneur, not the boss. You know, I don't boss people, but I'm the leader. So really it's about leading and what a leader really is. So I develop myself as a leader. That's one of the big differences. And a leader is a servant. So as a leader, I wasn't the boss. You know, I wasn't, I'm in charge. I always flip that pyramid upside down. So instead of having the CEO at the top and then everybody underneath and then, you know, the lower level, I flipped it upside down where I'm at the bottom of that organization. My job is to serve everybody in that organization, give them tools, training systems and support to be successful, clear direction and know in certain terms exactly what's expected and when, and then have accountability to those goals, measure the behavior, measure the performance and hold them accountable and then praise great performance in public reward, uh, uh, bad perform or, or redirect bad performance in private goal setting, never reprimand in terms of yelling or screaming, but sit somebody down and say, Hey, we didn't get the outcome, Steven, you know, we didn't get the outcome we were looking for. You didn't reach your goal. Tell me what happened. And then mm -hmm. you're going to tell me, right. And I'm going to say, okay, how are you going to fix that? What are you going to do moving forward? And you're going to tell me, I don't need to, you already know you messed up, right? You're beating yourself up. Most people are way harder on themselves than you can ever be. So just understanding that, having compassion for the individual, but hey, we're not going to go out and have a beer afterwards or go have steak, but I am going to have compassion for you and understand you. And I'm going to hear about your kids and all that. And I'm going to be interested in your life, but we're not hanging out. We're not, you know, uh, that kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's a lot of that, but I guess first and foremost, developing myself as a leader and wanting to be a great leader to serve others, not to boost my own ego or to launch my own career or to put myself on some pedestal. 
I love serving people. Sure. I can see that. So we've made it to one of my favorite parts of the show, the growth rapid fire round where the questions are quick, but the answers don't need to be. Um, tell us what's a book that's impacted your life the most or one you're excited about right now. You know, obviously the Bible, everybody's, you know, if you have a faith, you're going to say that, but early on it was rich dad, poor dad. Um, a lot of people got real estate investing from that book. What I got was build companies that produce cash flow to invest in other assets to pay for your lifestyle. So that's mm -hmm. what I took away from that. And that's what I did. And that's why I started so many companies and did what I did. Then there was, uh, the power of positive thinking. And then there was think and grow rich. So those were the cornerstones of me saying, this is it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go after my dream. And I started my first company, 1997, and I've been self-employed ever since. Never had to look back. Um, these foundation. days, huh? I said, lay that foundation. Exactly. Yeah. So those were the basics. You know, there's a lot of great books out there these days. Um, you know, I'm, I'm reading a bunch of different great books. You know, I read Principles by Ray Dalio, great book. Um, I read one called Positivity by Harry Edelson. It's all about living a um, happy, fulfilled life where there is no backlog in your life. You take care of things now, you get things done now. Harry Edelson was the most quoted guy on Wall Street at one time. He's created 12, uh, 12 unicorns, which are companies that sold for or were valued at a billion dollars, uh, venture wow. capitalist. So very serious individual. Go look him up. Harry Edelson, um, Positivity, unbelievable book. Uh, in terms of, you know, and that's how I operate. I have zero backlog in my life. I don't put off anything today for tomorrow that I can knock out right now. Everything. My email inbox is clear. You know, my desk is clear. I take care of it right now. That's great. From an inspiration standpoint, who are some of your mentors, the people you learn from and uh, were inspired by and how do they influence your career? You know, I have a lot of great mentors, you know, that uh, in my personal life that are all business, you know, entrepreneurs at different levels. Some are in companies, some are developers. And I mean, they're pretty strong. I've got guys that are 500 million to a billion that personally mentor me. Uh, we have that kind of a relationship that I can pick up the phone, you know, anytime. Um, and different industries, you know, one was a Dollar General guy, founder of Dollar General. Um, he's, he's been an unbelievable, you know, guy to, to talk to, um, you know, so... Uh, Kurt Richardson with Otterbox. I had a great conversation with him, you know, one time he's been, you know, he gave me some great lessons and, you know, he's an unbelievable guy. And, uh, and then the books. So every book I read is a mentor. So, you know, if you don't have people in your life, there's books and those have been my mentors. So all the way back to Napoleon Hill, you know, uh, Norman Vincent Peale, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, you know, all the, all the greats, right. Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy, you know, all of those guys in that area, then like Sam Zell in real estate, Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him, understanding yep. what he's done in real estate and how he, how he managed through bankruptcy and all those things. Um, mm -hmm. you, you know, uh, there's just, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, Warren Buffett's a great guy to learn from, you know, um, Bill there's Gates so and what he's done. Go ahead. There, well, I was just saying there's so many great people out there. It's just, you don't need to necessarily know the people for them to be mentors, right? Yeah. So just listening to you on this podcast right now, you're a mentor to so many people. And uh, that's got to feel yeah. really good. The billionaires that I know, those, those, now those were great conversations with those guys like Kurt Richardson. He said, man, I can tell you about a time when I was all but bankrupt. I was bankrupt all but for signing the paper. He said, I went down on my knees in my garage and I prayed. I got up and I went back to work. He said, I closed that company. I was million dollars in debt. Fast forward now 20 years. He's, you know, he's a billionaire, has done jet. And, you know, he's laughing about it, right? And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't funny back then, was it? He's like, no. <laughs> no. No, not at all. 